Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good to be with you for another edition of the program. Jordan Canellis here with you and alongside me, our expert on the show, the CEO of the Waikato Racing Club, Butch Castles. Morning, Butch. How's things? Yeah, good. Thanks, Jordan. Uh, looking forward to uh, racing tomorrow here in New Zealand. Looking forward to racing uh, on the weekend, Ruakaka and Hastings, a couple of uh, really contrasting cards with uh, good weather at Ruakaka, usually the order of the day at this time of year, and Hawke's Bay will be very testing for their jumps day. Is the winter a little bit, uh, the weather a little bit better this winter compared to last week? Oh, it's been wet. It's been wet across most of the country, but uh, mm. look, Ruakaka's almost on the beach there, so what's it come up as a soft six with cloudy uh, conditions, so it'll be uh, much better than anywhere else. Coming up on the program today, we'll have a chat to Bevan Sweeney a little bit later on. But first up, to have a chat about his book of rides this weekend at Ruakaka is jockey Warren Kennedy. Uh, uh, good morning, Warren. How's things? Morning, Jordan. Very well yourself. Morning, Butch. Um, yeah, things are going good. Bit of sunny weather out here at Karakasad. Um, bit of showery, but seems to be all right. The winter hasn't been that bad. I've, that has been led to believe it. So it's been very cold and miserable, but it hasn't been that bad. It's been all right. G'day, Warren. Yeah, Butch, sorry, this uh, connection's not as good as it can be sometimes. But anyway, look, since we last uh, spoke to you, you've had the opportunity to head to Queenstown. How was that? Uh, yeah, it was fantastic. I took the family down with uh, Peter Williams, uh, went down to Queenstown, had a look around. Really lovely area, really nice. Enjoyed it, saw a bit of snow, got to walk in the snow a little bit. Unfortunately, the slopes are still closed, but that's the nature of the beast. We got there a week too early, but um, a lovely little town, that, definitely. Yeah, fantastic. Great place to visit. Righto, let's uh, go out and pay for a bit of it this weekend. Race one, uh, Rustic, look, uh, was uh, its best run's been at Ruakaka, so on the strength of that, it can be a real horses for courses track. Yeah, hopefully, you know, um, hasn't done too much uh, resuming. Had one fair run, and then and his last run over the distance wasn't too too good. Um, so we're more hopeful than anything else. Uh, probably be able to give um, Graham some some good feedback with regards to how it's going, but um, more of a hopeful chance more than anything else. One that's better than a hopeful chance in race two, Arrowit. You know this uh, fairly well. She's uh, one of the uh, team of the Lindsays, who you do a huge amount of riding for. She's drawn well. She was close up resuming, got out to 15.50 last time. The mile should suit. She'd be a huge chance, won't she? Yeah, absolutely. Um, when I rode her back at, on the synthetic, uh, I said to Marshy, she's probably looking for the mile now. She's, she didn't have that early gate speed, and she finished really well. Um, so the step up to the mile should be, should be perfect for her. She's a good chance. 
Race three, you ride one of the locals, Chevron for Chris Gibbs. Look, got to give weight to them all, but so it should be. It's uh, the class horse of this race. Had absolutely no luck resuming. Uh, all things being equal, should be very, very hard to beat. Yeah, I had a good look at that race. I won the race on, on Graham's horse. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, really unlucky in that race, um, to my benefit. But, um yeah, look, 62 and a half, it's not going to be an easy one. There is a clock quality in the race, but having a look at the last one was pretty keen early on, and now stepping up to the 2100, I know he's proven this distance before, but with 62 and a half, I've got to get in the sale early. You know, you can't keep pulling with that weight around and, and mess up your chances. So it'll be key to get into the settle, but he's definitely the class in the race and is definitely a, a big chance. Mm, Gibbsy will have him right. Righto, race four, another one for Chris Gibbs. Locals tend to go well on their home track. This one called Charms of Farm. Now, it's only uh, its first run wasn't for Chris Gibbs. It's been obviously sent up there for the better tracks uh, over the winter. And uh, when you look through its form, its third was to a very, very good horse subsequently sold to Australia. Uh, so uh, that form will be uh, pretty hard to beat in this race. Yeah, I thought so, you know. Um... Great first run. Like you said, the form line is very strong. Um, the draw I'm not really worried about. We've got plenty of time to come over. And um, definitely a really good chance. Race five, uh, Patricia. Look, she's another local. So uh, you're sticking with the theory the locals uh, hard to beat, and they are. Uh, you won on her two starts ago. She subsequently won her next start. She goes up in class again. But, gee, it's hard to beat winning form, isn't it? It is. She's in really good form. I, I must be honest with you. Um, I was really surprised when she won her last start. Um, I'd won the, the spot previous, and I thought she might struggle next up, and, and she won it. So she's obviously got a bit of confidence, and you can't fault her form one, two from two, the last two on the track. So she's in with a chance as well. Race number six, Warren Pizzazz has got a really good uh, record. Uh, well, win a really good race at resuming, ran fourth close up here at Ruakaka, has placed and has won second up before. So on the strength of all of that, looks a nice enough ride in race six. Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely got some some solid form behind her. Um, big chance, I thought. Um, yeah, good, good, good uh, resuming run. I was really happy when I watched the replay, and uh, definitely a horse that definitely got on the short list. You know, I think I think she's a good chance. Race number seven, one of the features, you ride Masetto here for uh, Alan Smith. Look, this was in the Paisley Park race as well uh, that you were the winner of. The form out of it, I think, will stack up okay. This one stays at 14, where Chevron steps up to the 2100. But, uh, look, Masetto didn't have all favours either. If the best form of Masetto turned up, be some sort of a chance. Yeah, that, that's key, isn't it? The, the, the best Pizzetto's got to, got to turn up on the day to have a realistic chance of doing anything here. You know, um, hasn't got the worst form. It doesn't look good, but it's not the worst form. Um, yeah, it just depends if Mazzetto, the right Mazzetto rocks up on the day. You know, um, we'll have to see how it goes. Um, give it more of a place sort of chance than anything else. Race number nine, uh, race number eight, a pretty good ride here on paper. Snazzy Tavi, another in those Cambridge stud Colours for Brendan and Joe Lindsay. The run resuming was uh, pretty good, not beaten much, only uh, less than half a length uh, behind Patricia. Uh, you uh, rode her uh, when she resumed. She gets out to 1,400 metres where the win came at the 14. It's a nice enough three-year-old race, but she looks to have tonnes of upside. She does, definitely. You know, we had no luck last run. I was trapped three wide 
uh, without cover the whole way. And she started floating a bit down the straight, got a bit green on me. Um, I still thought she would have got up to one it, but uh, I think also her fitness told a little bit there. Um, she'll definitely be stripped fitted for this race. Uh, but a luck in running, she's a good chance in this race, in this field. 1,400 ideal for her? Yeah, absolutely. You know, she's, she's still a filly that's going to take a bit of time strengthening up. So the 14 at the moment uh, will probably be ideal. She's probably looking for a mile, maybe a little bit more later on. Mm, she's been the medium of some strong support too, $4.80 into $3.60. So plenty to say she's a chance. And in the last, a really even field to round out the day, you pick up the ride on Mr. Pucci for uh, Gavin Opie. Uh, gee, he was impressive in uh, winning on a wet track at Pukekohe. Maybe didn't beat much, but uh, it's an even race that I suppose you'd give him some hope in. Yeah, definitely. His last win was, was really good. Like I said, the field wasn't that great, with all due respect to everyone else. But um, another horse that that's come from a win, you know, that could be just the elixir that gets them going again and, and got his confidence up. He's in with a, a place chance. Uh, hopefully, he's, he's a tough horse that you actually want rain there, but most of my other riders don't want rain in the day. So. <laughs> Uh, it can rain late, though. Rain late in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can rain at about three fifty something, just before the last. Yeah, it can have a, yeah. a, a quick downpour at three fifty, and we'll be alright for this one. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, look, he, he he won his last race. He won it very well. So hoping that it's a good confidence lift for him, and and he comes in and puts the same sort of run in come Saturday. But um, we'll have to see how he goes here. Yeah, look, what's the best of them on, uh, in your opinion, on paper, uh, some nice each-way chances, particularly the two in the Cambridge stud colours? Yeah, I think they've, they've both got really good chances, those two. Um, but Chevron, obviously, he's the quality, is a couple of uh, leagues above the field, you know, so he's probably my best ride on paper on the day. Good luck out there, safe riding, and look forward to catching up with you soon. Cheers, no worries, Butch, thanks. Warren Kennedy with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll take a quick break, and on the other side, we'll have a chat to Bevan Sweeney. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles, and more. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellas with you. Butch Castles with us as always, and our next guest, on the program covering the meeting at Hastings this weekend is broadcaster Bevan Sweeney. Morning to you, Bevan. How's things? Yeah, very good. Uh, thank you, team. Uh, looking forward to the action out of Hastings on Saturday. Of course, uh, one of the great days of jumps racing. And uh, with the big wet in the northwest, I have the addition of the Team Wheel and Terra Classic uh, at Hastings on Saturday. So a good program of 10 races. Yeah, sure as Sweeney's welcome in. Look, let's start with the feature hurdle race, the Tafongai Romney's Hawks Bay Hurdle, and it might be a top and bottom affair. Happy Star and the Rising Star, the Mighty Spar. Mm, absolutely. Look, Happy Star is the benchmark, uh, isn't he, with his Grand National win of last season. He's still light in the jumping game with three wins um, from four starts at the hurdling game, and he was back in good form last time at uh, Woodville in the Open Hurdle, where he was ridden very positively by Sean Fennan, and he was too good for them, uh, winning by a five length. So he's on a progression down to Rickon, and you would imagine... Uh, the best of him was just the three kilos between him and the Mighty Star would be very tough to beat. But you're right, the Mighty Spar is uh, an exciting prospect for Mark uh, Walker, the last start win, which was very, very strong uh, and a reasonable sort of maiden hurdle. But look, he is the benchmark here, Happy Star. Kevin Myers, uh, he's a handful in the race, so you've always got to watch the market moves. But uh, Happy Star, he's all class. 
Race four of the Open 2100. I thought Quota might be just about ready to put uh, her foot in the till. Mm, they put a lot of money on last night too as well, Butcher, and trailed up. And uh, didn't have all favours, just got held up for a couple of strides beating the length of half. So I think you're right on the mark here with this all being an each-way player in the race. Look, I thought uh, it's your lad probably hits this race perfectly with Jess uh, Allen doing the riding and getting it down to 56.5. There's no more honest horse uh, around in open handicap grade. Uh, comes in uh, with a good enough weight from a good draw. He'll posse up uh, handy enough. And look, the best version of him, and he generally puts in every start uh, of his racing career, or has, uh, would be very, very close to winning here. Quote is a good each-way chance. And Sacred Pearl, 75 up to open handicap uh, is a step up again. But uh, she's been around in some good quality grade as well and racing very consistently. But hmm, I'm not sure which way to tip the punters in. I think both of them are good chances, ASL-led quota. Race number six, the uh, feature chase, the AHD Animal Health uh, Hawks Bay Steeple Chase. Uh, Prince Turbo was good uh, the other day. West Coast, we know how good he is. And Argyle was super, resuming behind the freak, the Cossack. Mm, this is a really, really good race. And if you get the opportunity to watch this, it should be one heck of a contest because there's some really serious jumpers uh, going to the post in this particular race. But my favourite jumper... Uh, it is West Coast. I loved him. Uh, I loved watching his progression on the flat with Mark Olligan before he was put over uh, the big fences uh, at the back end of last preparation. He went down south, and he was a very good winner. He is a beautiful horse who holds himself beautifully, jumps the big fences uh, absolutely brilliantly. He gets uh, to the chases today uh, for the first time this season. And, again, he'll be on a progression towards Rickerton, but the way he won his maiden hurdle at Trenton on very tough testing track conditions, he should be very hard to beat. Here's Sean Fannin in the saddle, who is our leading jumps rider. Uh, Mark Golligan is a super uh, jumps uh, trainer as well. And he'll have him cherry ripe for tomorrow, but a little bit in the tank, I'd imagine, to go down to Rickon. So he's clearly on top. He's my favourite jumper in the land at the present moment, and that's saying something with the Cossack uh, being around for the traps as well. Prince Turbo, yes, he's a serious uh, prospect for Kevin Myers winning his last this couple of uh, starts, including a very good open handicap win uh, at Woodville. Argyle, very good behind the Cossack. Uh, there is absolutely positive form lines around that performance, beaten seven by a champion. Shepard and Zeds, another one for the Nelson and McDougal team, was very good. That was his first performance for a couple of years, the nine-year-old by Thano. To win like that was very, very smart as well. So it's a cracking race, Butch, uh, but I just love West Coast. He's my fave jumper in the land, and I think he'll go very close on Saturday. Yeah, sure will get conditions to suit as well. Mm. Another that'll get conditions to suit in race seven is Old Town Road. He loves Hawke's Bay. He loves it when it's testing. And he comes into this okay with Tavi's Court in the race and Deerfield. So he'd be pretty hard to beat, wouldn't he? Yeah, the punters have snapped us up. I think he was the clear best bet on the program. Um, uh, Jay Riddell probably just got into a tricky position at Alabama last time and the money was on. And he was very good behind a middle of Fiore, who will be second favourite in the weight for age fillies and mares uh, later on in the program. Uh, he's a super horse. He was very good two starts ago behind Bellissimo on a holding, holding track at Wanganui, running second, and he was dominant prior to that uh, at Awapuni. As you mentioned, he's been super through the spring carnival, especially on the first couple of days when there's been a bit of rain around in recent times. 59.5 on his back won't be a worry because he's a worry because he's a big, big horse by Al Rocker and JKB Riddell in the saddle was a massive positive. I thought he was clearly the best bet on the program. Mm, yeah, I thought we could single him out uh, in the first leg 
of the quaddy race number eight uh, a nice uh, even sort of a 75 mile here sweet janine if she chooses to run here claiming four kilos with jim chung and her placed efforts would see her very competitive yeah she will be very very uh, competitive for the four kilos off look i'm going to throw one out uh, for the punters uh, butcher here and it's a horse called she's mischievous and four-year-old mare by unusual stuff who uh, is really starting to stand up in the stallion ranks, especially with some performances over in Australia. Now, this horse was a very good winner through the spring carnival last preparation on a heavy 10. Beat home Rosie Brahma that day off the forward position uh, at uh, $9. Well, you're getting 18 today, and it was ridden upside down at Wanganui. He got back uh, in the run when, uh, look, I think it's best pattern is key to go forward and lead up. Taylor Mitchell claims a couple of kilos here. I think she can get up outside Liquidly's uh, they will be 1-2 in the run. If she's mischievous, can get there, jumps away, finds that position, I think she's a $5 shot, not an $18 shot. So I think she, uh, for the punters, might be one at value that you can play outside of that. It is a nice little race. Uh, you mentioned Sweet Janine, yes, quality horse who's looking to uh, pick up another victory. Daisy G was massive last time, Butch, at uh, Wanganui. It was taken on for the entirety uh, of the run over the 1,600 metres second up and still kicked uh, to win beating home Grand Prospect. So I'd expect that uh, to run another race. Uh, Badgering the witness, uh, tough to win its most recent performance. But hey, if you want one uh, at Big Old on Saturday, she's mischievous, the nine at $18. Yeah, well, we'll have something on that at the price. Thank you. Race number nine, the feature flat race on the card, transferred, as you said, out of the uh, meeting last week that had to be go to the synthetic, and Wessex looking to uh, double up after winning a similar race at Rotorua. Didn't mind on the prowl at a price. Mm, this is a really good race for this time of year, uh, Butcher, isn't it? With some very nice horses in here. You look at you look across this field, Mil Fiore was winning an open handicap last time, Wessex. Yes, very good in black type, but winning hasn't been seen since the 13th of May, but a quality horse uh, trained by a man that the Australians are going to get to know even better in uh, the next uh, few months, Andrew Forsman. Poirier is flying on the prowl, was very good, uh, beating him on Iora, that's most recent performance. Court was a real find of last winter and looked pretty good at the trolls in recent times. I think it's price sensitive here with Wessex at around 3 mil Fiore at uh, $6.00. I went with Mill Fiore when I was doing the selection for the weird slots just because she was at six, and uh, I think she's going really, really well from a good gate and a senior rider on. I think she can dominate the race from a forward position. Uh, Wessex drawn out. Where to from that draw with Courtney Barnes uh, aboard? I just wasn't quite sure that the $3 from that draw was the right price point. But, look, there's a host of chances here. Cork, uh, if it uh, runs up to its last season performance, I think it's in the mix. One dream, one soul. Well, if you catch one dream, one soul on the right day, she is well up to winning this particular race. Prorius just swims through the very deep, dark tracks uh, of the winter, uh, so it has to be afforded a chance. But look, I, I, I'm with you. I, well, I'm with you with Wessex, but I think Mil Fiore might be the price in this race with just the performances on the board. It's won six, and it was an open handicap winner last time. So between Wessex and Mil Fiore, come mine. Mm, top and bottom there for Sweens. Righto, the last quickly uh, to round out the quaddy. Been plenty of money for the uh, Myers-trained Carrignan. Is it uh, ready to win after three seconds in a row? I think it is. Oh, I think it is. And I thought about this as being the best bet on the programme. It's just drawn out a little bit, but uh, with a couple of kilos off, it should be able to get forward. It's been been by uh, a smart horse in the last couple of starts, hasn't it, with the accidental tourist winning both of those. Uh, performances, and that's a serious horse going forward. Look, developing three-year-old for Kevin Myers, 
Canagan, who's uh, been kept to, to the 1400, 1600. I think it'll get further with a little bit more time. It should be very, very comfortable in the track conditions that prevail uh, on Saturday. So, yes, very much close to one of the better bets uh, on the programme. Uh, other chances, Huckaboogie's coming out uh, of some pretty good uh, form races in recent times in 65 companies for a very good trainer in JJ Rayner. And there's a little bit of weight off the uh, is back there. Uh, Belly Leica was much better last time, but she's hard to catch. Like She can put in some great, great performances and then just not put in a, a, at all. The smoky in the race is Reindeer Moore, right down the bottom uh, of the book here, who was very good and a little bit unhappy at Wanganui. Righto, Swins, thanks for that. Sounds like the best was Old Town Road. Yeah, I, I think he's really good. If you want some value, it is she's mischievous later on in the programme. Appreciate your time. Enjoy the jumps day. I know you love it. Uh, good time. Yeah, we will. We will. Thanks, Butcher. Bevan Sweeney with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. That's it for the program this week. Uh, Butch, enjoy the weekend of racing. Look forward to it. Thanks, Jordan. Breakfast with the Kiwis back again next week.